0: Welcome friends to another r slash malicious compliance video. We've got some awesome stories today and our first ones from background block 2714. Don't feel the need to promote one of us because we have things taken care of? Fine, we'll just stick to doing our job. To provide a bit of the backstory, this happened about four years ago now. Myself and my co-workers, two others, were delivery drivers for a large food service company. The lead driver at the time was let go, leaving just myself and my coworker. Naturally, about a week after he was let go, we started asking our managers when they would be opening up the lead driver position for applications. Their response was simple and expected. Not right now, we have a lot going on as we're moving into the busy season and we still needed to clean out former employees' crap. Not a big deal, but there was a lot of BS to clean up after the former lead was let go. He'd have been stealing from the company, totals were missing, truck was thrashed, and he'd been using the truck's storage facility as his own personal storage unit. We had a lot to deal with. As for the two of us working there, I had about three years on the job experience, and my coworker had almost five years in the role. As far as I was concerned, he should be the one getting the promotion. Longer tenure, wife and kids, just me and my cat at the time, and the promotion was an additional $1.50 an hour. No brainer on my end, but him and I both had a feeling they'd want to put me in that position since the big boss butted heads with him a long time ago and they didn't see eye to eye and I tended to be a bit better with the inter-office politics. Well, about three months after the lead was let go, things settled down and we brought up the issue again. When will the lead position be posted? $1.50 an hour adds up fast and on a flat 40-hour work week, four 10-hour days classified in a five-day, eight-hour work week meant at least $132 per paycheck and more depending on overtime. And we almost always had 10 to 20 hours of overtime a check. Do the math, when asked again about the position, we were told the same, we're working on it, just be patient. As soon as we can open it, as soon as we can, we'll open it up and we'll make one of you the lead. Well, this irritated both of us, but irritated my coworker even more than me, because he felt like that position should have already been his. He'd been doing the routing for the day off the clock, only a 10 minute phone call, handling mechanic appointments as we were a satellite operation four hours away from the DC, communicating with warehouse staff, operations management, purchasing equipment and supplies from local stores, etc. I offered to reach out to management, put in my two cents and spur things along. He declined my help as he didn't want to butt heads with the big boss again and possibly risk his job. No problem so we continued to wait. After 8 months, $4,224 of base additional pay, with no overtime, neither of us were getting, my coworker was getting quite fed up. Typically he only talked about something bothering him when he was really pissed off, and he'd have been talking about this almost every week for a month. So he called up the manager again and asked when they were going to open up the position for applications. The response? You two have been doing a great job down there. Everything's being handled, so we don't feel the need to create a new position. Oh yeah, this pissed us off big time. This was not creating a position, that lead position had been there for years before he was let go. I once again offered my assistance and opinions on how to speed things along, and was declined again. That was until he called me two days later after stewing on it and told me to do what I want. So I did. The next morning before unloading the trucks, we sat in the office, drank some coffee, and I told him what we were going to do. We were going to do nothing. We were going to field every single phone call, questions, concern, issue, and pass it on off to the big boss. He doesn't think we need a new lead, so we'll just be drivers. So without providing any notice to the manager or the sales reps, here's a few examples, but y'all get the point. Routing? Call big boss. Issue with delivery? Tell the customer to call the sales rep so they can call Big Boss, and he'll call us to have us go back and fix it, something we normally would just do. Head mechanic calls us to say that we need to schedule a DOT or service? Nope. Call the big boss, tell him he needs to call the local mechanic, or schedule it yourself. Customer calls us requesting early delivery on route? Nope. Tell customer to call sales rep, who will need to call the big boss, who will need to call us to okay it. But we may not see that call or message for a couple of hours. Can't talk on the phone and drive. We passed every single phone call and issue off to him. For us, it wasn't a big deal since we could just handle things then and there. A simple go back and pick something up would take two minutes. Customer texts us directly. We do it, but we're just drivers. So we ignored the customer, responded back that we couldn't do that anymore and that they would need to call their sales rep this made it a 15 minute task at the minimum but was usually around an hour or two before we could get back to the customer the fallout we didn't even make it through the first morning before poop hit the fan as soon as the first issue popped up our sales rep called me asking why the customer said i couldn't do something i told her the story and she was pissed not at us at the big boss I apologized, reassured her it's not personal, but if they won't pay my coworker to do the job, then we'll just do what we're paid to do. My sales rep said she would get this taken care of, but she refuses to work with Big Boss. She'll quit before that happens. Serious threat from someone with 25 years on the job. Couple hours later, my coworker and I get a call from the Big Boss. He apologized, told us he was wrong, and that he would open up the position for us to apply and asked that we go back to what we were doing. We told him no. Until that position is posted, applicants selected and one of our pay stubs show the increase in pay, he can continue to handle the phone calls, but thanked him for the apology. We carried on our merry way, and the next day Big Boss called us, told us the position was listed, asked us each to write up a letter of intent for why we felt like we deserved the position, and they would consider our letters and select one of us. Fantastic progress. My coworker pretty much wrote down on his letter that he'd been doing that work for 8 months. He has the seniority, contact information, and knowledge, so he felt that he should be considered. I submitted nothing. Told my coworker he should have been promoted 8 months ago and sealed the envelope. I of course get a phone call the next day from the big boss asking why I didn't submit my letter, and I told him just that. You should have promoted my coworker 8 months ago and I don't want the position. Took a few days, but arms were twisted, and my co-worker got his well-deserved promotion. The real push was the sales rep. We found out a couple months after that she had called her vice president, told them this was bogus, and refused to have worked with the big boss since she couldn't stand him. Well, the vice president of sales got together with the vice president of operations and made the magic happen. Malicious compliance, you say you don't see the need for a lead? We agree, so we won't do the job of one. Co-worker thanked me for the help, bought me a couple of t-bones, and said he never wants to get on my bad side. Do you guys think that OP was being a little too unselfish here, not putting their hat in for the chance to further their career, instead just giving that opportunity up to a coworker who admittedly does deserve that promotion, but just tossing away that chance? Or do you think it was the right thing to do? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. And by the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Each video has great stories like this next one from moving to Cincinnati, our landlord told me, go ahead, call the city inspector. So I did. This happened in 2018, I just moved to a new apartment. It was a three bedroom first floor apartment and it had a finished basement. It had two bedrooms, a living room and a kitchen on the first floor. It also had a bedroom with a full bath in the basement and a bar and gaming area. It was also in a very nice area of the city. The apartment was owned by a corporation. Honestly, we loved that apartment. Until it kept having recurring issues in the basement. The carpet was wet from time to time. At first, the landlord would send a cleaner to come and handle it. But it keeps happening. I asked them to check and fix the issue. They didn't do it. I told them i'll call the city inspector to check the building they laughed at me and told me go ahead call the city inspector so i did i called the city twice until i was finally connected to the right department and they sent an inspector a week later the inspector found so many building violations they told me they'd contact the building owner and would come again the next day the owner called and begged me to tell them what i know about the problem with the apartment I told them that I sent complaints multiple times, they should check their record. The city inspector, the owner and the property manager came two weeks after that. The city inspector was whooping their butts. He laid it to them, it was bad. They have to deal with structural and foundational issues and some safety issues too. There were four tenants in that building including us, imagine it was a big colonial or multi-family home divided into four apartments. They had to break the lease with all of us to fix the building. They couldn't fix it with us being there. We were ready and already consulted a lawyer. We told them that 1. We want our deposit back before moving out. 2. They pay for all of our moving expenses. 3. They pay for our deposit at the next place. They couldn't kick us out. They couldn't rent the apartment after the inspections. There were four of us and we could all sue them for placing us in a dangerous building. In the end, they spent so much money to relocate us and fix the apartment. This was a huge outcome from this malicious compliance and like, honestly, you can't feel bad at all. This person allowed such a terrible situation to happen where foundational and structural damage occurred or was always there from the beginning. If you have carpet in your basement and it keeps getting wet, that is like the worst thing Imagine seriously trying to cover up a recurring flooding basement issue. And our final story of the days by Ancient Educator 76. If you want to make it a whole thing, go ahead and call the cops. My usually not irresponsible teenager lost his phone and just realized it while competing in a district track meet he was invited to, Discus. This fueled my urgency to find his phone more than its value or anything else. I had my daughter use her Find My Phone app to see it at a local convenience store. I refresh the search to see that it was hovering around the space of the store and the parking lot, almost back and forth between the two locations. I tell my daughter that I'm taking her phone with me to the store to retrieve it in between my son's events at the 100 meter discus and shot put. I arrive through the doors a la Kramer from Seinfeld, phone up and in hand like I'm on a timed scavenger hunt. The clerk gets suddenly shifty, looking at me, then looking away, then looking at his customer. Understandable with how I entered. I jumped in line, patiently waiting for the customer in front of me to interview the clerk about the state lottery system, a barrage of ridiculous questions that even I couldn't write up. Finally, it's my turn, and now I'm the only customer in here. I also noticed that upon refreshing the app I was using, it hasn't moved since I entered the store. I begin with what would be a line of my own questions. Hey, my son lost his iPhone, and this app says it's near here. Has anyone turned in a phone? The lying clerk says, Nope. I retort, Could you look around and see because I've refreshed this over the past 20 minutes, and it's here. Liar McLiarstein continues his poorly spun web of lies, saying, I don't know anything about it, man, so quit bothering me. You lost your phone, get over it. I say, dude, it's here, where's my phone? They say, if you want to make a whole thing, go ahead and call the cops, see what they do. Oh, let's do that. Now, I know that I can ping the phone to make noise, but I don't know if he's got it in his car, in the back room locked up, or somewhere I can't go without getting arrested, like behind his counter. I call the cops and explain the situation as well as my suspicions. The police ask what app i use if it's active if i have any more evidence that it's in his possession i explain that i didn't want it to ping yet until they could help they agreed to send a car out i wait outside at the next door dutch bros out of his line of sight hoping he was convinced i left the police arrive and i flag them to me showing them the app they also took my id which was weird but whatever we end up entering the store together as i ping the phone Blip-moo-moo-moo-moo, blip-moo-moo-moo-moo, it's in his office. He answers questions as he's getting handcuffed. I get the phone back to the track meet in time to just miss him getting second in discus. Apparently there was a lot of people in the comments on this post being upset because OP didn't press charges. Do you guys think that if somebody clearly stole your phone and then lied to your face about it, that you would press charges in that situation? Apparently, OP said that they believe in second chances so much that they were willing to say to anybody that was giving them some grief for it, and I quote, May you get three of your toes stuck in the hole of your ripped jeans every time you try to put them on. Honestly I think OP might be a better person than I am because if somebody stole my phone or my kids phone and then tried to lie to my face, I'd probably want to press charges on them and make sure in the future maybe they just cooperate.